Welcome to Stats Will Roll, the podcast that will randomly generate all your characters so that you don't have to. I'm Abby, also known as Real Melon Lord on Twitter. And I'm Alex, known as Mr. Puddins on Twitter. You may also know us from a little Twitch stream we do called Chromatic Chimera. Uh, on Chromatic Chimera, we have two persistent campaigns, one DM'd by myself, Abby is featured as a player, and then another one DM'd by our good friend Chris, where we're both featured as players. Come by, check it out, say hello. As I always say, you love our beautiful voices. Match them to our beautiful faces. And I always say, that's a bit subjective. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get right into it. So, with Stats Will Roll, if you don't know what we're doing, first of all, go back and listen to episode one, because we really explain it there. And then go listen to the other ones, if you haven't listened to them. They're all fun, they're all good. TLDR, what we do is, is Abby was so gracious to create our own custom-made character generator that makes a race a class Gives us an alignment, a background, and even stats with the 4d6 drop the lowest method, the most common method I see for making stats. If you want standard array or point by or some other lame way to pick your stats, that's on you. I understand the merits of point by, excuse me. Okay, but we're not doing it that way, so no. do that yourself. No, you can do point by yourself. If you wanted to randomly generate stats based off point by, more power to you, go write that program. Uh, uh-uh, <laughs> not doing that. Uh, <laughs> The whole idea of point buys to not be random. I like dumping stats. Yes. They can be very fun. It is very fun. So, and I, we cannot stress enough every time. We are unprepared for this character that is being sent our way because we really want to push the limits of the 5th edition character generation system. Yeah, so what we're going to do is I have my character generator on my computer right now. Uh, as we go, I'm going to press the big button that says stats will roll. We'll get our character as we're recording, and then we'll build whatever it is real time. Yeah, you know what they say about big buttons. What? Big characters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's push uh, without that. Without any ado, push that big button. <gasps> okay. Today, we are building a chaotic good fire genasi wizard charlatan uh, i think we should explain uh some of the some of the races we decide hey their sub races really aren't that different besides a few mechanical things we'll just lump them into one race yeah for example halflings there's like there are mechanical differences between a lightfoot halfling and a stout halfling but there's really no narrative difference between the two of them whereas when it comes to genasi you know, fire, air, earth, huge they, there's huge differences. It's a big difference. So, you know, if we generate a halfling, it's just going to be a halfling. We're kind of going to decide from there. But Genasi is just, it makes such a big difference. I want it to split them up. So we're going to mm. go with fire Genasi. Uh, we got some super average stats with two 13s, two 12s, an 11, and an 8. I hate these stats already. Uh, yeah, they're pretty average. Uh, before we go any further, I do want to say I am a big fan of Genasi. I think they're really cool. I think they're very cool as well. I did play one once upon a time, but I was also playing, uh, what was the that monk subclass where you're basically trying to be Aang from Avatar The Last Airbender? Way of the Four, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Way of the Four <laughs> Elements, that didn't go so I'm well. I'm so sorry. That subclass is, you'll never see us make a character with that subclass because it is garbage. <laughs> But luckily, we didn't get Monk, so no. we're going to make a wizard. <laughs> we're going to make a wizard, and I am a fan of this already, because you can just... How many pyro 
necromancer tropes can we just lean into with this one? Firebolt. 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 Everywhere. So it's gonna you're gonna be a bit of a hothead, and the charlatan makes things a little fun. So let's go. Let's take a look at this mechanically first. Let's take a look at the Genasi as a race. I would love to. So as a Genasi, you're gonna know some silly languages like common and primordial. I never really see primordial come up. I've played Genasi myself. It's rough. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, if you have a good DM, they'll incorporate primordial into your game. You're going to get a plus two to constitution. Which, as a wizard, is so big. Oh, the constitution. Yes, you're going to be so squishy. That's going to help so much. And it also helps you maintain concentration. Okay, yeah, yeah, that. But I was thinking more about HP. (laughs) Abby likes to stay alive. I don't want to die. As a fire genasi, get this. Yeah? Your intelligence goes up by one. Oh, I like it. You get dark vision. Everyone has dark vision. Move on. Fire resistance. Very useful. Very useful. Almost, like, fire is the most common type of non-standard damage I see. Yeah, like, you come up against your standard run-of-the-mill dragon, you're gonna be like, huh, I got this, guys. It's still gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt, but not as bad as the rest of your party. <laughs> um, and then we get some free spells. We get Produce Flame as a cantrip. And then at third level, we'll get Burning Hands as a first level spell. Constitution will be our stat for these spells, which shouldn't be a big deal because we plan on making Khan a little good. But I'm always a fan of free spells, especially as a caster. (laughs) I like having free spells. Oh yeah, who doesn't like free spells? It it helps, just, it gives you more. It gives you more to do, especially as a caster. Uh, So that's about it mechanically for the the Genasi as a race. If we go, Wizard's pretty run-of-the-mill. They're the standard basic caster. They're probably, as you've told me, the easiest caster to play. Yes, they're the easiest. And they also can know the most spells of any of the casters. Because I remember we talked before during our Crime Lock episode that a lot of people think that Warlock is kind of baby's first caster, but they're very easy to mess up. And Wizard is kind of the way to go if... You've never played a caster before. Yeah, people fall into this trap thinking Warlock's a good beginner caster because they see only two spell slots and they think it's easy. And actually, Matthew Foreman on Twitter, shout out, shout out, said that the Warlock plays more like a martial class, which I heavily agree with. Now, if you want to play a classic caster without the complexity that comes with meta magic or the whatever a Warlock is, Wizard's the way to go. Plus, you get to know every freaking spell in the book. <laughs> Always helpful. Yeah, and there's all these different schools to go with. And um, like I said, with this uh, Genasi that we're going to be building, you get that plus two to Constitution, which is going to be very big, seeing as we only get 1d6 hit dice per level. Yes. You are the squishiest person in your entire party. Hang back. Let your fighter take the hits. Unless oh. you're unless you're going with that wizard build where you like do the abjuration wizard and you get like twenty six AC by buffing yourself, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty awesome. That is awesome, but also take that con modifier, apply it liberally, rinse <laughs> and repeat. Uh, so I'm gonna argue for school of evocation. Okay. Uh, especially if we're gonna lean into the pyromancer tropes. I mean, that just makes the most sense to me. We're a fire genasi. Yeah, so we're I'm... not gonna be over here casting water whip. I mean, I've seen stranger things. 
Have you seen Stranger Things 3? Out now on Netflix. <laughs> we didn't get paid for that. We did not get paid for that. Stranger Things, please sponsor us. So, I, you can honestly, I, I usually say go with whatever school you want, but Evocation's the one that kind of goes behind, like, watching balls of fire, and that's kind of what we're leaning into with this yeah. character, I feel like. I mean, I know it's a little bit... Tropey. Tropey. It's a little cliche because, you know, fire genasi play with fire, but, like, that just sounds like what's right to me. Yeah, taking a lot of fire spells. Uh, of course, it's really hard to make it, and I think they do this on purpose, to make a wizard or caster that focuses on one elemental damage because you've really hindered yourself. Imagine going up against fiends with nothing but fire magic. Oof. Not a good time. No. So maybe we will be casting water spells after all. <laughs> but, I mean, any of these will work. Make You can choose whatever school you want to lean into. I'm arguing for evocation just because I want to lean into the pyromancer elemental heritage thing. Now, I, as you know, we've said before, and I always feel kind of dumb saying this, but I'm not super familiar with wizards, seeing as I play mostly melee classes. Okay, I play exclusively melee classes. Don't look at me like that. So, what kind of spells are we going to get access to with this school of evocation? Well, you get access to all of the spells okay. regardless. What the school does is spells are divided into different schools. And okay. each school governs a certain type of magic. For example, evocation is based, uh, focused on creating powerful elemental effects. Okay. Elements, you know, there we go. Roll credits. There we go. Or, like, enchantment is, like, affecting the minds or uh, magically enhance and beguile other people or monsters. Conjuration, summoning, abjurations, defensive magic, necromancy, self-explanatory. Mm -hmm. Transmutation, changing things, illusion, self-explanatory. Uh, divination is detection. I think that's most of them. Blades and self only. War magic's kind of cool, but... Uh, I'm thinking evocation. So with that, I think, mechanically speaking, uh, it's real easy. Dump all of your points into intelligence, then into constitution, and then dex. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then we've also got the charlatan background that we can play with as well. Yes. So not only are we very smart, but we are sneaky smart. Sneaky smart, yes. We are sneaky smart. Or We're as gonna... I say, cunning. Okay, we're cunning. I like sneaky smart. <laughs> so we get proficiencies to uh, deception and sleight of hand. We get a disguise kit and a forgery kit. Uh, and then... Some free stuff. Some free stuff. I always like free stuff. Uh, and just remember, I, I, I've seen this happen where people look at the wizard and they're like, that's not a lot of skills. It's not a lot of stuff to have. But a lot of your stuff is going to come from the effect that you can learn a crap ton of spells. Utility spells are your best friend. Identify is the most important spell ever. Yeah, you're largely in this role. You're not gonna be at the forefront of every of anything at all. You're gonna be. You're not gonna be your party's face. You're not gonna be your party's tank. You're not even gonna be your party's healer. But you're gonna be that big supportive energy behind them that they need in and out of combat. Yes, in combat you're. Uh, you're a fighter jet, jet dropping nukes on the enemies or turning them into sheep. Out of combat, you're doing things like mage handing to grab that suspicious looking item off the pedestal without someone having to actually grab it. Or you, you can even buff your teammates as well. There's a really, there's a lot you can do with a wizard. 
through spell selection alone. They, we, we could spend three, four episodes talking about the different ways you can build a wizard. I mean, I built a wizard that uses a bow. Bow wizard. Yeah, the bow. How did that work out, by the way? It was okay. I didn't really get to go too deep with it because it was a one-shot. Like, if it was, like, a longer-term game and I could, like, multi-class and stuff, I feel like I could get someone with it. Still cool. But, yeah, unfortunately, we don't have multiple episodes to go over talking about just wizards because this is a 30-minute episode. Yeah. Um. So, I think we kind of figured out mechanically it was a real easy mechanical sell. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. hard. So, I think what we... Done. Next. Flavor. Flavor. Fluff. Narrative. As the kids say. As Guy Fieri would say, let's go to Flavortown. Yes. So we got this Fire Genasi charlatan wizard. Chaotic good. I mean, that's easily explained. They're chaotic good. They're chaotic good. They're made of fire. You think they're going to be lawful? No. No. They're going to be chaotic. Now, Genasi tend to lean more neutral. So what is something that we can like really make this character want to be good? They're a nice person. That's a cop-out. <laughs> <laughs> They're a nice guy. <laughs> so maybe we could tie in this background in with this alignment, kind of the same way that we have with um, our dragonborn... Uh, Fighter. Our dragonborn samurai. Yes. Um, and the background, we really leaned into it with the crime lock as well. We did. Uh, with the background, with the crime lock, we really wove in the whole criminal contacting into that narrative of the character. Like, personally, I think that choosing your background is a lot more than just kind of picking, oh, this has the proficiencies I want, you know? I think it, you, you really should think about how narratively this is going to affect your character. Yes. Which um, is it, which is why it's hard for me sometimes building them, because I'll be like, oh, this sounds really cool narratively, but it doesn't give me what I want. <laughs> Unfortunately, on Stats Will Roll, we don't get to pick. No, I don't get to pick. Uh, so, as a charlatan, you're kind of a con man, woman, person. Uh, you have always, a con genasi. A con genasi. You have always had a way with people. You know what makes them tick. You can tease out their hearts, desires after a few minutes of conversation. And with a few leading questions, you can read them like they were children book, children's books. It's a useful talent and one that you're perfectly willing to use to your advantage. So the chaotic part. They're willing to act outside of the law. That makes a lot of sense. Does this also kind of make you think that we should take one of those 12s, which happen to be our second highest numbers, and sadly, in, and put it in charisma? I guess. I mean... They might not be, like, you know, the most force of personality, but I'm picturing, like, the Sherlock thing where they hang back and they can, like, read a room and be like, I can see what this person's doing, I know what this person wants, and I know exactly what you're thinking. I can see that, too. But I think for... What is the stat for insight again? Wisdom. Wisdom. So maybe we should kind of do more of this wisdom. Dumb strength. Well, obviously, dumb strength for a wizard. <laughs> hey, sh there's muscle wizard builds, okay? I'm just saying, if you're a fighter, you dump intelligence, and if you're a wizard, you dump strength. Not always the case. So, our wizard got very good at reading people. Yes. Did this happen before or after they went to wizard school? I'd say before. Before. Um, so, are we going to lean into our genasi went to wizard school? How else do you become a wizard? Study. You go to Hogwarts! Uh, <laughs> well, well, let me guess, they were uh, in the fire school. Like, they went to, like, an elemental magic school. 
I would really love that. <laughs> All the Genasis get gathered up and they go to school as kids and like they don't have an element yet. They're just kind of like a person, right? Like they, they're just kind of like a plain looking, not person, like a human, but they just kind of look like a blank Genasi. <laughs> And then they, they, they get the assorting hat gets put on him and he's like, mm, you seem like the fire kind. And then they just burst into flames. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was actually imagining that like the wizard school was just like an enormous bonfire. Why? Because they're fire genasi. So they can just walk into the bonfire. Just because you're a fire genasi doesn't, never mind, never mind. Whatever. You can't just walk into a fire. Why not? You're made of fire. You're half made of fire, or partially. I'm. I have. I, I'm made of fire on my mother's side. Okay. <laughs> my mother was a genasi. My mother was a fireball. <laughs> my mother was a. My mother wasn't free. How dare you? I'm part torch on my dad's side. <laughs> We're getting off subject. <laughs> anyway, so you're going. We want to lean with wizard school. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool, like, all, like, the, well, I don't know, all, like, the gifted kids. It's like a St. Xavier, uh, not St. Xavier, it's a, an Xavier school for the gifted children type deal. Yeah. It's where people send, so, like, you know, you got uh, Sheila over here had a Genasi baby, and she's like, what? How? And there's, like, a, you know, and then, they're, they're, they're like, someone else had a tiefling baby, someone else had an Asimar baby, and there's this bald dude in town, <laughs> and he's just like, I'll take your kids in. I will teach them to use the gifts. And his name might be Xavier, depending Maybe. on how your background goes. Depending on how your DM feels. <laughs> and so they get sent to this school for plain-touched children. I'm thinking, so they go to this gifted school for gifted kids. It probably costs an arm and a leg. And they're a total brat about it. Okay. Which is how we get that charlatan background in there, where they're just like... That punk kid. They're like they're they're a little punk. Are you saying are you saying our character flunked out of school? You know, with stats like this, we could work it. With our highest stat being a thirteen, we could really work it. <laughs> I mean, it's either that or they had an attitude problem. They didn't like the structure of the school they were at. They maybe got in trouble because they were a little mischievous as a charlatan. Yeah. Often sweet talking the teachers and. Like, oh, come on. I got an 87. That's only three points but away then, from an A. But then Xavier got tired of their sh- stuff and was like, you're, you're out. You're done with the school. And maybe that's their call to adventure. And is they, they get kicked out of school. They get expelled. That or they're like any other millennial. They get their degree and they can't do anything with it. So then they have to become a charlatan and schmooze people out of their money. I feel that deeply in my soul. <laughs> That hurts. Please stop. <laughs> I'm a millennial too. It hurts me. I'm building this on personal experience. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think that this is good. Yeah. So uh, you can lean towards the whole. They go to a school. The whole hog, as Abby said, the Hogwarts angle. And then you can either have them like you can either you maybe play up the whole. They went to a school for plain touched kids because. People in the town, you know, parents didn't know how to deal with having a baby that burst into flames randomly. How do you deal with a baby that's made of fire? <laughs> how do you give birth to a baby made of fire? It, it, statue rule does not answer the me- medicinal and medical questions that you might have about 
the D&D world, you might need to find a different podcast for that. We're just here to make characters. The mom was just like, ah, oof, ow, my vajooter. It burns! <laughs> oh, jeez. Might have to put the explicit mark on this episode. <laughs> you know, like, but, like, as a parent in a magical world, like, having a baby that's just, like, made of rocks or something, it's like, hey, Rocky, I'm gonna send you to this special school because I don't know how to, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> We're talking about the common people here. No, that makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah, your parents, they could definitely love you very much, but what do you do? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that could, like, play into that whole character development thing, then the whole they never felt like they fit in, or the whole I don't know if my parents actually loved me, and coming to terms with, like, you know, that stuff as a character. So as goofy as the character concept seems, you can work your serious real character stuff into it maybe getting back to being serious for a little bit maybe they never tell their parents they were expelled maybe they're ashamed of that and their call to adventure is like i just i can't go home i can't face my parents i i got kicked out of school that works works very well so they go off and they meet the party and they go on adventures because they feel like they can't go home okay I like that. I like that a lot. Now, what should we name? Now, with Genasi, they typically have very literal names. Blaze. It's they're very on the nose, exactly. <laughs> like like Blaze or Ember or if you're a water Genasi, Aqua. So you think in Blaze, Ember Yeah, something that's fire related. Okay. Yeah, this is getting a little corny, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's what the book says. Is it what the um, Inferno Cole? Cole, I like Cole. Cole could be a good like masculine name. Flair. I like Flair as a girl's name. Cole slash Flair. Cole slash Flair. I like that. Okay. Well, I think this Genasi's been rolled pretty well. We yeah. We, we shared some laughs and had a good time coming up with uh, Xavier's school for plain touched children. Yeah. So, if you use Flair slash Cole, tag us on Twitter. Let us know. If it's in a stream, in a podcast, what have you, whatever you do, let us know. We're going to come check it out. I want to give you a big thumbs up. Woo. Woo. I'm Alex. And I'm Abby. And this is Stats Stats Will Roll. Roll. Fuck Cancer Roll Dice is a yearly streaming event dedicated to fundraising for the fight against cancer. This year's event will feature numerous tabletop games, from D&D to Call of Cthulhu and a wonderfully wide cast of hosts and players. Streams will run over the course of three days, from November 22nd to November 24th, and we would be delighted if you would join us at twitch.tv slash coach underscore Zach. That's twitch.tv slash coach underscore Z-A-C. All proceeds from the event will go directly to Fuck Cancer, an organization dedicated to uniting the community in an effort to prevent, detect, and defeat cancer. They work hard to build support networks for those who have been diagnosed and to assist in detecting cancer before it's too late. 
You can find more information about Fuck Cancer on their website at letsfcancer.com. All donations will be handled via Tiltify, so you can be certain where your money is going. So if you're a fan of tabletop games or even new to the community, we welcome you with open arms. Join us the weekend of November 22nd where we say, Fuck Cancer, Roll Dice.